Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, welcome back to The Ruck. Uh, This is Owen Slot, and I'm here with Will Fraser, uh, formerly of Saracens, still with Saracens, uh, telling us a story about uh, rugby and life afterwards. How did you communicate it all to the club and you know the guys? You, as you say, you'd spent days. Yeah. With. So Mark called a meeting. Mark uh, McCauley. Yeah. Had, so, of rugby. so they, so Mark and um, obviously my physio and Phil Morrow, they kind of they were with me the whole process because yeah. they needed to. So they were they were unbelievably good with the whole situation. <laughs> so they called a team meeting before um, I think it was a captain's run before but oh before they went out to Bermuda okay. in their preseason. God, so you didn't get the Bermuda trip? No, you could, they, could you not honest, postpone it for a week. They 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 asked Mark to be fair to him said that he would he would love me to go, but um, I thought I need to I don't want to be lingering and hanging on. Yeah. And actually, it was a great opportunity for me to use that week to get into the, the real world and get to nuts yeah. and bolts what I'm doing now. But um, but yeah, he called a meeting. And I, I didn't. I didn't realise. He told me it's a good day to do it. So I was like, cool, no dramas. And then I was with Scott Brits in the morning, and he said, uh, he said, you know, what this meeting is about later on. And I said, what, what meeting? And he goes, well, we all got that email from Smalley saying that we have everyone has to be at this meeting, even the injured boys. And and then obviously I knew. I was like, yeah. oh mate, no, I've no idea. And then it, I think it dawned on everyone very quickly as soon as the meeting started, sort of what was what right. was about to happen. And then yeah, got up and and that managed to get out. What I wanted to get out in amongst a few sniffles and and tears. Jeez, that's um, a big day. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was it was tough. Um, and then yeah, to a man, every single person within the squad, training ground staff, everyone stayed behind and gave me a nice hug and had a nice few words to say. So, um, but then the harsh reality of it was, ten minutes later, they're all out on the pitch training. I was up in the players' lounge watching. So that and, you know, and there's don't get me wrong, because I've been on the other side of it plenty of times with with you know Neil Decock, Kelly Brown, Ernie Bell, and these guys all retired and said their bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's like. You know, even to us boys, it's it's a hard thing to to take when a good mate has to call it a day, but then you're there to do a job, so you're straight back on training. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't I didn't ever appreciate the other side of it, and you're sort of there watching, and it's in your face instantly that it's like, oh god, this is a this is it now. This is that's me done. But um, but we're good. But it's all you know. It sounds as you say. We don't want it to be a a dour and and sort of no. Uh, but but have you got any tissues on you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's the reality of it, but um, I'm extremely happy. I'm in a really good place, um, and as I say, I've, I've been extremely lucky to have an amazing career with some amazing people, um, yeah. and I, 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 you know, I'm very thankful for there's, it. There's been a lot of um, 
focus or, or more understanding the last couple of years, I think, Will, on, on what happens when a, a player does retire. Yeah. Any sport, it's hard. Mm. Um, rugby, I don't know if it's harder than others, but but the rugby bond is tight yeah. and what you go through with each other. And, and as you said, you, you talked about the class of 08, who you yeah. saw every day mm. or most days for um, the best part yeah. of a decade. Away. Yeah. Um, so... So when suddenly you weren't going in, even if it was for rehab mm. or, or, or to take the piss out of each other, yeah, yeah. when that when that's suddenly gone, I mean, you you say you you seem to have found stuff to do. Yeah, I'll ask what you're doing in a minute. But, yes, yeah. but but you you can understand how some people haven't. Hundred yeah, percent. I, I can. I fully it so well. Yeah. yeah, I fully appreciate that it's an extremely difficult time for any professional sportsman in any sport to retire, and because it's not just. Your career isn't just what people see when you're playing in the first team in the Premiership or whatever. It's it's a, from you when you're a kid. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's for me when I first started playing at eight years old. Everything from that point was geared towards being a professional rugby player, whether it's football, or cricket. I'm sure it's exactly the same. Yeah. So, up until that point of retirement, you've invested everything you have, every bit of you, into doing what you're doing. So, for that then to be taken away or just you reach that point and it's it's time to sort of call it a day it, it's it is tough and I've been super lucky that, the, that I've been very well looked after by the club and you know I've got a job within within the club now that's keeping me much busier than than any time I was ever playing rugby yeah um but it's great and it is it's but I, yeah it's a tough time and I think again I can only talk from personal experience I've been very lucky with the people I've had around me my family my do you need picking up sometimes? I mean, do you, there must be some mornings when you wake up and. Just I'll be think. honest with you. I actually, since there's at the start, yes, but as I've got into my current role, I've not really had a morning where, and I go into the club at least once a week and do like an afternoon. I work from the training ground and I right. see the boys, and and it's sort of almost as if you never left type thing, which is great, and that obviously helps. But they must. Laugh at your suit you're wearing, or, or no, whatever. No, I wear a polo. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Although I've, I've got um, I've got a satchel now. It was either a briefcase or a satchel, and I went with the satchel, which has oh, been getting me brave. That is. Yeah, and well, as you can imagine, I've got enough stick for it. So, um, but I've just got to brave it out now and and stick with right, it. Yeah. So your role at the club is role at the club is so the progress. Is, it's called the Saracens Way. So it's a program where we look at how the club have gone from a chronically underachieving mid to lower table team to now being double European three-time premiership champions and actually how everything that's created that success is extremely transferable into other other organisations whether it be business, schools, um, other sports club because the, the core of it is the people. It's the culture, the values mm. and the rugby you know, it is part of that, but you can lift that and use it in any in any sort of different scenario organisation. So I've been handed almost the entire business to run. So wow, top to bottom. Um, but that's interesting. So so that the thing that Saracens that we hear about Saracens mm. and people from the outside go, yeah. Christ, can you just shut up? We've heard enough about yeah, it. But I'm but now doing it more. That, that you that everyone says makes this club special. Yeah. The club and and now your role mm. is you're saying. This is transferable. We'd like to tell 100%. school teachers, companies, yeah. whatever. Anyone, anyone that's willing to, to and, and the best thing about it is that it's it's a very adaptable program. So it can be for any organisation, any level within the organisation. Yeah. Because essentially, what it's about is you know our, our four core values: honesty, discipline, work rate, humility. How they manifest themselves on a daily basis, and then the culture. And the culture is about people. It's about the relationships we have with each other, how we treat each other, how we talk to each other, all that kind of stuff. And, and 
when you go into a lot of these courts, so Neil de Kock was running it last year, um, and he's gone back to South Africa now, and he's given me an unbelievable foundation to, to sort of build on. And he's been brilliant. Even back in SA, he's, he's you know asked me how it's going, and he's helping me out with people. But um, yeah, essentially, when you go into these people, these sort of a lot of these big corporates, and 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 you say something which to me is very is almost common sense because it's all I've known. It's how I spent my adult life, yeah, sort yeah. of living and. And it's like a light bulb moment, and you're sort of thinking, "Wow, if that's having that big of an impact, this can this is massive." So, it's got it's it's hopefully gonna you know it's, it's been very beneficial for everyone that's done it. We had a session with um, a commando group uh, came up from Devon, which was very interesting because obviously there's a lot of correlation really? and a lot of yeah. crossovers, um, and we got a few booked in coming up. So, yeah, if anyone's interested, <laughs> Will Fraser at Saracens.net. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. Is that that one of our official adverts? Um, so, for, so you, you've landed on your feet massively, and yeah. and, and for now, it is this is something that this. It's not work experience. This is what no, this is your is, job, this and you want to be, pursue this. Yes, this is this is something I believe in very passionately because, as I said, it's what I've spent the best part of ten years sort of living by in yeah. the, this, this, the Saracens way, and not just at the club. It's it's a it's a life thing. Um, so I believe very passionately in in how it works and how it operates and the benefits there are to to gain from it. Um, I'm still doing some coaching as well, so I coach at Amersham and Chilton. Um, so, was, so I played there as a mini, and my best mate plays there. So I'm down there doing running their defence. We're right. second in the league at the moment, so we're. I think we've got a big game against Chingford coming up soon, and they're top. So that's going to be a battle. But anyway, but really enjoying that. That's that's brilliant. Um, so would you be with them on a Saturday afternoon rather than Saracens most yeah, of the time? Uh, at the moment, it's, it's Saracens. Right. Um, when your season it? pass runs out, then you. That's it. There's a great bunch of lads, and and um, it, that's really. Good fun, so doing that alongside yeah you know, the Saracens way is um, yeah. So I'm in a good as you say I've landed on my feet. But I mentioned Billy Vinopolo's injury mm. at the weekend, and and as I say you're 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 a bit of a story for the modern times of the game. Yeah, we, there's a lot of debate at the moment about the attritional game and mm. injury rates, etc. Do do you have an opinion on what rugby should or could do, or or do we just have to accept that as the game's got better or more professional yeah. whatever this is what uh, this is what a player has to accept is the deal uh, uh, the way I always looked at it which is I signed the contract to be a professional rugby player by signing that contract I accept that it's a physical sport and the chances of you getting hurt are quite high mm-hmm. that's just part and parcel of it it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's part of the job um, obviously nowadays with it being so professional with the medics the S&C guys high performance guys if you're doing everything you can be doing to make sure you don't get injured, um, all the rehab, prehab, you know, the stuff in the gym, and you still pick up an injury, then I, you just have to. It's just part of it. It's just mm. unlucky. Mm. Um, and I don't. Th- I know from my point of view, there was nothing more I could have done to try yeah. and avoid injury or to get back from an injury at all. So the way I made peace with it was it's just part of rugby, which it is. It's, it's a tough yeah. sport, and I, I I don't think there's much more. That can be doing, to be honest with you. I think it's just part and parcel. Do you think there's more that could be done for them? I mean, there's talk about you know number of games, see the length of the season, yeah, uh, height again, of the tackle, for instance. All these things that yeah. maybe in the modern world the game has to adapt a bit. Yeah, it does, and and you know each each season there's a new sort of um, rule or law regulation brought in to try and make it a bit safer. Um, in terms of the number of games, it's hard for me to comment because I've never been in that situation <laughs> of, of, of playing summer tours, and so I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I've seen what's been written about it, and 
and who said what and again it's without actually experiencing it it's quite hard for me to, to comment on that um, How many games did you play last season? Four Right okay So that's, <laughs> yeah. you haven't reached so capacity I'm the opposite, yeah, I'm yeah. The opposite side, You want yeah. more I want more I'd play it all but um, I think in terms of the you know the rules and stuff you still yes obviously you want it to be as safe as possible of course that's a given but you don't want to lose that physicality and, and that side of it because actually that's why a lot of people play the sport Yeah, is because you like putting a good shot on someone or carrying the ball and, and sort of getting beaten up a little bit so you don't want to lose that um, which we're not but at the same time I completely accept that it's got to be as safe as possible so it's, it's, it's potentially in the next few years maybe there's a bit of a fine line to, to tread with how far do you go either way um, but for me I want to watch a game and I want to watch someone put in a massive hit yeah you don't want a sanitised version of the game no I don't want it to turn well, no, I won't say that because I can get in trouble. But um, yeah, I want I want there to still be that. that can sort you of say what you were going to say, please? I don't want it to be soft. <laughs> <laughs> um, do Do you get the impression with your Saracens teammates? We can still call them that. Yeah, of course. Um, do, is it something that, that people are talking about a lot? Is it, it or or is it just um, from the more from the outside? I think it's more from players the out- get on with stuff, don't they? Yeah, I think it's more from the outside. Um, to be honest with you, because unless there's a ridiculous. Uh, decision been made and, and um, you know I, I, the last couple of years again actually I'm not playing so it doesn't matter I've always felt for, for Ashley a lot the last couple of years with the, the bans he received because I mean in my mind they're absolutely ludicrous Yeah, but that's there now Chris said, Ashton Chris Ash- sorry yeah. Chris Ashton no, yeah, sorry I was doing nickname yeah. mode no, we're all <laughs> very familiar around here um, yeah so I always felt and, and you don't want things like that to keep happening and yeah. you know so but, that's that's for me, over sanitising the game massively, yeah. ma- massively, and that's where that's that's this fine line I think between making it safe, but then not losing that yeah. that element of it. Um, but no, the players just get on with it. You're mm. told we're told in pre. If there's anything new law regulation come in, with a referee will come in in pre season and do a whole presentation on what's happening, why it's happening, how it's going to be refed. Um, and then you can have a debate with it and obviously with every law in rugby I suppose some people say the beauty of it is that everything's up for interpretation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll debate what happens in this scenario what happens in this scenario and then once that's all cleared up and done then you've just got to get on with it mm. so so some people could some people could say you're a victim of the game but you actually say I was lucky to have played it 100% without a shadow of a doubt there's, there's I I would never, ever, in a million years. Uh, to be honest, that's a, I've not, I've never even, it's never even entered my mind until until you just said it. I'm, I'm, how can you be a victim of something that you love? It's not, it's not possible. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've, I've loved every single minute of my career without a shot. Even the times, as cliche as it is, it's sort of you know Hollywood American movie type stuff. But without going through what I've, I've, I've been through, much like Henry, I wouldn't have. I suppose I wouldn't have the outlook I have on, on rugby and, and on life and I wouldn't behave the way I behave if I hadn't have had all those those sort of yeah. setbacks so um, no as I have zero regrets I'm, I'm definitely not a victim I've, I've the opposite I've been extremely privileged and extremely fortunate good good can, can we just t- talk a bit about the, the the team that you've that you're no, no longer playing yes. for yeah um, I mean you, you've finished playing but you've also pen- finished playing for the most successful team in, in yeah. England well, they have been for the last mm. three, four years. Yeah. Well, 
when looking at looking at that team, and you say you're the class of the class of '08, mm. and that class not of, self-proclaimed. That was uh, <coughs> no, no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you're too modest, but anyway, yeah. that, the class of '08, the Owen Farrell, Jamie George yes. generation, they're they're dominating the game at mm. the moment, but they're only really just coming into into their yeah in, into their very best years. Yeah. So you're looking at Saracens, and from the outside, we're wondering, well, when when does it end? Yeah. What 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 breaks the cycle? I mean, can, can you see? What what what's going to stop this team get, getting better um, this year? They see they've recruited so yeah. well. I suppose it's just that the on that point you look at those boys. Obviously, I think last year a stat came out where we've produced the most academy players in the whole league, um, and you know we had this reputation of being what was it, at one point I think we were nicknamed London South Africa or, or something. So we've had that reputation, but actually when you look at it now behind the scenes, I think we've thirty lads in the squad have come through the academy system really um, it's, it's something ridiculous it came out maybe a few months ago in the summer that and I the saw squad it. would be your squad would be just over 50 uh, yeah in total yeah if you include the, so, the young boys so, and, 30 and, out of 50 yeah it's, it's quite Home remarkable grown. and then if you look at young kids coming through we've got a great group of young boys coming through the academy now sort of making that if you look at um, Nathan Earl who's played a lot this year um, Hayden Stringer Number eight now, Lee said who's coming through. We got Ben Earl in in the academy yeah. as a bat rower. Um, lots of lads involved in the England twenties. So from that point of view, you know it's it's well, I don't know when it and hopefully it will keep going for a long time yet. But I suppose the only the threat is is um, is losing the humility. I suppose is the biggest threat to it. If we start thinking we're you know we start believing our own press and thinking we we sort of cracked it, that's the point where then it all starts to crumble yeah. because. Yeah. You know, you don't again. Another cliche: you, you don't. It's not that you stand still; you actually start going backwards because uh-huh. you don't. Then you lose the day-to-day little things that actually lead to the to the big results on the weekend and and the the championship. So, um, for me, that's the biggest threat to it. What would be the What would be the best way, a better way to rock the foundations of Saracens if you took Mark McCall away, <coughs> which is a good discussion because. Yeah. Some international teams can offer him a job yeah. soon, or if you took Owen Farrell away, because those <laughs> they're, they're two quite strong drivers. What's that movie? Is that Charlotte, Charlotte's choice? Is it? What's the Sophie's choice? Is it? You know, you've got to choose between. Uh, oh, I, to be honest, I couldn't answer it because they're they're both integral parts. If you took one away, it's going to have a huge, a huge impact. What would have more of an impact? It's hard to say because Mark has been such a driver of of the club and. And the culture and the values he was there from day one, um, and is you know is is arguably one of the best DORs, well certainly in in the country if not in Europe and and further. But and then Owen is Owen. He's arguably the best player in the world. He's when he's playing well, well. Actually, even when he's you know he's he just makes the team tick and he's brings a level that just inspires everyone else to be up there with him. And he is there a point with Owen where the rest of you guys who know him so well can mm. actually just tell him to pipe down or just lay off a bit? Well, I'm talking about his just re- his relentless drive yeah. and, and his and the perfectionist side of him yeah. on the training ground. To I be mean, honest, I can only... it's well known that he, you know, if something's not going well, then he'll let you yeah. know. And but that's but that's why we're so good because he does that. Yeah. Um, but do you do you ever say, listen, Owen, just that's enough no because what he says is gen- what he says is generally spot on right okay. um, from what again I can only talk from from what I think and actually you know if he said something to me in training then you know my ears will prick up and I'll do everything he says I'm like yeah no sweet because he's because he, he's he knows the game that well um, he's almost like a coach on the pitch so and as I said he, he drives standards so actually I wouldn't change 
anything like that. If anything, I'd, in many ways, I'd say maybe we could do with it more because actually that's what picks everyone up. And if you understand that not just Owen, if anyone in any, this is where I get into business now, <laughs> if anyone in any organisation is being told to, they can do this better or they can work at that harder, if you understand that they're not saying it as a personal dig to you, it's purely to make you better, which in turn makes the team better, which in turn improves the performance. And if you can understand that kind of process and that chain, then actually there should never be a problem. Because by anyone saying that to you, all it shows is that they feel that they can be honest with you. That's all it is. And if you understand that that's all they're doing is being honest. This is another advertisement for the Saracens way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. This, this is, <laughs> yeah. But this, 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 is, this is, again, this is why a big part of why the club is successful is because you, you can have these two-way conversations. Equally, if, if someone says something to me that I disagreed with, I can be completely honest back and say, look, I don't think that's right for X, Y, and Z. And as long as you can have an adult conversation about it and not mm. bicker and and squabble, then then you, the the outcome of that conversation is only going to be positive. Who who um who do you miss from that changer in particular? Who who made you laugh or, <laughs> or and, and also likewise who you delighted not to be spending so much time with? <laughs> uh, so I sat in between Jamie and George Cruz, um, and I won't miss sitting there because George Cruz was messy. He, in the he, changing room oh, boots would be all over my spot his clothes would be all over my side of the bench so from that point of view I won't miss that um, I, and again it's, <laughs> people can be listening to this thinking he must be lying but there's no one that, that I, I'm glad I'm not seeing to be honest I'm, I'm, I'm a bit gutted that I'm not seeing everyone um, and I, as you say I've got you know, my, my closest mates you know, people that I've been groomsmen for and all that kind of stuff so obviously the class of eight boys you know, Jackson, Owen, George, Jamie, um, Andy Edwards, who's a strength conditioning guy. We were his first, so he retired quite young. And when we were 14, 15, we were his first group to sort of look after as from a strength conditioning point of view. Right. And he's been there the whole time. So he's been with us the whole time as well. Um, so they're the boys, obviously I miss everyone, but they're the boys in particular that, that I miss. Um, and then your characters, you know, like Skulk, Skulk Brits, with a beaming smile every single morning, um, you know, you, it's just it's, like waking up to sunshine, isn't it? When you see him every yeah, day, it is. It's nice. Um, and then you know, guys at Mako's, quite a dry sense of humour. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's there's. Uh, it's yeah. I to be honest, I'd end up singling out everyone, which kind of defeats the object of singling out anyone. No, I just I I miss them all. Yeah. How 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 often will you be? How how much longer do you think you'll be going into that change room after games? Hopefully this season. Yeah. Depends. So probably when the season pass goes, then I'll I'll have to stop. But uh, no, I, I don't know. It's it's something that I'd never force it. I'd never just go walk in because I'm obviously aware that I'm not a player anymore, and I'd hate to be seen as that guy that's hanging on, long. yeah, lingering around. Um, but as long as I suppose as long as they invite me in, then I'll I'll go in and have a beer with them. Well, quite right too. Yeah. Hey, listen, Will. Thanks so much for um, um, coming for in today. Me. It's been an absolute joy to talk to you. Thank you very much. Your story's brilliant um, and inspiring and, and, and worrying in, in equal amounts. But, <laughs> but it's great to hear that you're so, um, well, it's great to hear you're so positive yeah. about it. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been, uh, it's been a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good fun. Excellent. Yeah, cheers, Owen. 